Hi, everyone. This is Abhishek from shakethecosmos.com. My guest today is Dr. Jessica Zager. Hey, Jessica, thank you for making the time on a Sunday morning to join us. Hi, Abhishek. I'm really happy to be here and excited to be talking to you this morning. Thank you again. So I feel like it would be great to start out with just letting people know, what do you do? I am a doctor of physical therapy. I specialize in the pelvic floor and pelvic health, which includes bowel, bladder, and sexual function. And I'm also a sex counselor. Thank you so much. Um, You know, I just, I'm now like just full of questions. Um, Maybe I should tell the viewers that I'm actually, you know, sitting in my living room because of the coronavirus stuff and recording this podcast without any pants on. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which leads me to the question, really, in this time, um, there's this human touch aspect of things. And I know I, that's something I miss and other people have reached out to me that they miss as well. Why, Why is that? Why do you, what, what's sort of the chemistry behind that? Yeah, so um, touch is really important for all human beings from the time we're born until the time we die. And um, whenever we come in close contact and, and physical skin, especially skin-to-skin touch with another human, um, oxytocin is released. And oxytocin is a hormone Um, that's produced in our hypothalamus and then released by the pituitary gland. Um, And this is... So you're saying like literally there's chemistry happening in our body behind behind the scenes? Yeah. So social interaction releases like a cascade of hormones and chemicals that are released. Okay. And you said oxytocin and there was something else? Oxytocin is the main hormone that we're talking about when we're talking about physical touch, just even holding hands or putting your arm around somebody or uh-huh. someone a hug. Got it. Um, so we could just like get high on by being social with other people. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And as you as an extrovert definitely knows um, what that's like. And so Oxytocin has been given a lot of nicknames. It's called the cuddle hormone, um, the bonding hormone, because it plays such an important role and is released with physical touch. And that's definitely something where a lot of us are lacking right now with um, the coronavirus and social distancing guidelines. Yeah, I just went on a hike yesterday, actually. It was pretty social distance. I usually hug people on the hike. Uh, every time. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I thank you so much for kind of explaining the behind the scenes. Um, so what is that? Like, how, how would that make people feel if there is that uh, lack of social interaction? Yeah. So um, when oxytocin is released in our brains and kind of distributed throughout our bloodstream, um, it produces a sense of closeness with the person that we're touching um, and has some bonding effects to that individual. Um, it produces a sense of well-being. It helps to decrease anxiety. It helps to decrease um, pain. It helps to decrease stress level. 
So, I mean, we're, we're essentially going to start experiencing sort of opposite of those feelings if we're not experiencing that oxytocin. Yeah. So without the oxytocin release, there can be an increase in feeling isolated. Um, you don't get as much of a, a buffer from stress, although th- there are some stressful situations that can also release oxytocin because your body is trying to counteract the stress response. Um, but, you know, the feelings of trust and bonding and well-being and decreased stress that we get when we connect with others, all of those things can become heightened if we don't have a good oxytocin release into our body. Okay. So I'm just thinking of like the physical behaviors that it can happen. So I took a poll recently of my, some of my my male friends, I asked them, Hey, are you having more sex, less sex, or kind of the same amount? And most of them said they were having less sex, but I don't necessarily trust them. But (laughs) I guess you mentioned earlier. Or sex with others. Oh, um, that's a good question. I didn't ask, I wasn't even specific enough. Uh, in that aspect. What is, what is that? Like, what is like, how could you have sex with yourself? Masturbation. Uh, So next time I will be sure to specify, but I guess, you know, can you kind of comment on that piece too? Like um, at least for a lot of us, sex is a way of human touch. So now that it is, if for people who are single like myself, that's not an option. Yeah. um, Definitely. So you know, when it comes to sex right now with social distancing um, and not having access to other people, masturbation and self-touch, I think, are really important. And orgasm actually does increase oxytocin, but it also increases a lot of dopamine, which um, is a totally different subject. But um so there is some oxytocin benefits with orgasm and that can be done with or without other people. So masturbation, you know, I think I'm, I'm very much pro masturbation. I think it helped people to learn about their bodies. Um, and, you know, there are a million benefits to masturbation, but when it comes to oxytocin and the type of touch that I'm talking about, it's really less about self-pleasuring and orgasm and more about other types of touch. Hmm. What is, um, what are, what do you mean like by other types of touch? What are those? Yeah. So there are very specific ways. It's almost like, it's almost like we can biohack our oxytocin release. Um, by knowing the biochemistry behind how and when it's released, we can utilize strategies to get our brains to release oxytocin in the absence of physical touch from others. Um, So for example, other types of touch that I'm referring to include very light touching, very light pressure and stroking along the skin. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. So, for example, like you're at home now, sitting without your pants on. I'm alone in my room. Um, and one thing that you could do on your own to help stimulate oxytocin 
is kind of lightly run your fingers along your skin. And you can do this, you know, across your entire body. Um, And really spending some time, like 10 minutes, just kind of gently caressing yourself is a really nice way to release oxytocin. Oh, wow. So this is sort of going beyond uh, self-pleasure. I feel I appreciate that. And I think, I guess, yeah, let's dive into that a little bit more. So now, you know, what are some, you mentioned strategies, what are some strategies people can be implementing right now for, because uh, there's lack of human touch. Uh, I think you just mentioned one of them. What are some four or five other ones? We can maybe dive into each one. Yeah. So aside from the, the light stroking, um, also stimulating the inside of your mouth can be very helpful for releasing oxytocin. So you can do this in a lot of different ways, Um, sucking on a hard candy, using a water bottle with a nozzle, um, sucking on ice, massaging your mouth with an electric toothbrush. Hmm. Um, What what I like about this particular one, I mean, everybody has a mouth. It's pretty sex. (laughs) Yeah. So this is an an easy one you can do by yourself. Um, And is totally independent of touch from another human. And another really good way to stimulate your mouth is with gargling, actually. So just gargling plain water. I think people might be gargling in general right now because of other reasons. Just kidding. But um, (laughs) that's what kind of water? Just plain water, regular? regular water, yeah. So, So there's some research that shows that when you gargle water, not only does it help to prevent upper respiratory tract infections, but it also helps to stimulate the vagus nerve, um, which helps to release oxytocin. Wow, you're, you're kind of blowing my mind here. So we got a couple of things so far. What else uh, is on something people can do? Um, so another thing is taking a bath. So literally surrounding yourself with warmth. Hmm. Anything in particular, like with the, so I guess clearly hot water is helpful. Yeah. So hot water, um, you know, you can kind of bundle up and wrap yourself up in, in blankets. But um, mm-hmm. the bath idea is really nice because you can, you know, dim the lights, light some candles, like take some time for yourself have this nice bath experience. And then afterwards, you can apply some sort of lotion to your skin and kind of like lightly like touch your whole body and incorporate multiple of these strategies in one routine. Wow. I'm just making the connection now. I mean, some people say, you know, one of their five love languages is physical touch. Yeah. In some of these strategies you're sharing, you know, could be strategies they can be using. Um, I guess. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So for those of us who have physical touch as, as one of their, you know, top two love languages, um, it, this is a really difficult time. And so self-touch is, is something that people can fall back on um, just to get that stimulation that they crave, but also they, that, feeling of closeness and connection that comes with the oxytocin from physical touch that makes it so important for this love language um, 
they can give to themselves. So thanks. Uh, that's my for, language. So this is really important for me as well. Thank you for sharing that. And um, for our listeners, we'll be sure to include these in the description uh, of the podcast as well. So you can find a list of these uh, as well. So we'll keep going with more. I think uh, you may have a couple more strategies. Um, I feel like, you know, different things work for different people. So I appreciate you sharing with us today. Of course. Yeah. Um, I just, as a person that, you know, needs this type of touch and closeness with others and, and feels that lack very acutely um, and having conversations with roommates and coworkers you know, this is something like we don't know how long the social distancing guidelines are going to go on and how long we're going to be, you know, essentially forced to not touch another human being for a very long time. So um, that's where these strategies really become important. Yeah. And so, I mean, we were just talking about taking baths. Um, anything <laughs> else that... Um you a couple like any other strategies so there there um there are a couple other strategies one so we talked about the baths the self-touching the you know stimulating the inside of the mouth um and even though this next one this next idea doesn't involve touch any positive warm interaction between two people can stimulate oxytocin. So FaceTiming with somebody you really love and trust and have strong feelings for, um, and that doesn't have to mean feelings of love, but just kind of a strong connection to, that can help. So even though we can't physically touch that person or give them a hug, we can you know, look into each other's eyes through FaceTime and be supports to each other. And that feeling of closeness that's generated will help to, to release oxytocin. Great. Thank you. And I feel like everyone has their phones nowadays. So this, 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 that one should be pretty much everybody can, I guess you just have to find somebody else to be FaceTime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What's something else? You said there were a couple yeah, actually singing. So singing out loud, like with gusto. <laughs> um, <laughs> not softly to yourself, but really going for it. Yeah, maybe we can include the song <laughs> as in, in the podcast description for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Are you a songwriter? <laughs> I, I can be a songwriter. Um, it's been a while, actually. Maybe I should try to sing. What is... No, okay, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, why, why does singing work? So? Singing works for a similar reason that gargling works. Um, it stimulates your palate and causes vibration, which also stimulates the vagus nerve. Um, and the vagus nerve is for those who don't know, is super important in helping to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, um, which which is our like rest and digest nervous system. Mm. And so that nerve plays a role in oxytocin release. Wow. And the recommendation is to sing for 20 minutes. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, with no one around, I think I can definitely try to manage that because <laughs> usually people leave um, when I'm single. <laughs> Um, well, this is so helpful. Thank you so much for all these uh, strategies. Uh, we're going to make sure to put this in the podcast description, six ways you can um, experience human touch in this dynamic environment we live in. Um, anything else? Um, any last comments for our audience today? Another thing that I've been thinking about when thinking about oxytocin and, and the role it plays is that it helps us to bond to the source of the interaction. So, you know, when you think a lot about these strategies that we were talking about today in terms of self-touch and and all of this like self-stimulation and biohacking to release oxytocin, I wonder if it can actually, if the release of this oxytocin during this time can help to facilitate and enhance our own self-love, like our own bonding to ourselves. Mm, that makes sense. Like having even a better relationship with ourselves Yeah. through these tough times. Okay. Well, uh, really appreciate your time today. And um, thank you so much for these practical tips for, for the Shake the Cosmos audience and the world beyond um, as well. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you, Abhishek. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week 